And I think this is important. I don't know if you know, but this is Glaucoma Awareness Month. And I did not know this, but being black is a risk factor for glaucoma. And African Americans tend to get glaucoma more often at a younger age uh, and with resulting vision loss than non-black populations. The prevalence of glaucoma among African Americans in the United States is 3.4% as opposed to 1.7% for Caucasians and 1.5% for Hispanics. Joining me on the live line is Dr. Mark Benjamin. He is the doctor of ophthalmology at Chicago's Loretto Hospital. Hello, Dr. Benjamin. How are you today? Hi, wonderful. Thanks for having me today. Well, it's, I appreciate it, the uh, chance to share some information with you. Well, I, I am very pleased to have you here. So, Dr. Benjamin, what is glaucoma? Well, glaucoma is a, a progressive eye condition uh, that can lead to uh, peripheral vision loss and eventual blindness. Uh, most generally, it results from damage to the optic nerve, and the optic nerve is like the cable in the television that's taken all the information from the eye into the brain, and that optic nerve uh, is soft, spongy tissue that uh, under high pressure in the eye uh, can be damaged and lead to visual loss. Oh, wow. You, you know, I've heard people talk about glaucoma because they wanted a reason to smoke weed, but I, I didn't, I didn't know that it was so prevalent in in the black community. Why, why is that? Well, there is a genetic predisposition to a earlier uh, clogging or obstructing of the outflow system, the internal drain in the eye among African Americans. And as you correctly said, the prevalence is twice as high uh, as that of Caucasians. Okay. Uh, there are, you know, multiple uh, avenues of research that are trying to offer us someday some genetic uh, treatment to help minimize that risk. But it, now the best thing that you can do is certainly uh, if you're African-American, Caucasian, or otherwise, uh, see an ophthalmologist uh, and have an exam because prevention is, like many other things, is the best way uh, to prevent vision loss. So what would my vision look like if I had glaucoma? Well, that's a great question. The problem is that your central vision maintains uh its validity up until very, very end-stage glaucoma. Uh Glaucoma tends to injure the outer uh, visual fibers first uh, before the central vision. So it's it's an insidious disease, meaning that it happens so slowly that you just move your head and you adjust to it oftentimes uh, until it's too late. So So, you said the uh, peripheral uh, peripheral, uh, vision. Yeah, your outside vision. So you might notice you're kind of walking into walls or you're not seeing people coming up on your right, your left, things like that. Wow. Well, I think that's me now. 
<laughs> I, I tend to walk into these doors around here. That's because I'm a klutz. But anyway. Well, we're, we're at Loretto Hospital, and we're happy to see you. All right, then. So, um, so are there any kind of diseases that make you even more predisposed to getting glaucoma? Well, that's a, a good question. And, you know, things like uh, hypertension and uh, blood flow diseases can impact the circulation and can cause uh, glaucoma to occur in different ways than just high pressure. So, uh, but it takes a good ophthalmologic exam uh, to help uh, determine uh, if, in fact, there are risk factors that would cause you to develop high pressure and or poor circulation uh, to your optic nerve. What's the earliest age you've seen glaucoma? Well, there is congenital glaucoma, and I did my training at uh, Cook County Hospital uh-huh. many years ago. Uh, but that's a different variant. Uh, that occurs uh, from a structural outflow in the eye. Uh, so there is uh, congenital glaucoma, uh, but there are yet people, uh, especially African Americans in their 30s and 40s, that have high pressure that puts them at risk for glaucoma. Uh, that's the first thing that occurs, and you want to be able to uh, intercede at that point early on because just because somebody has outflow issues uh-huh. uh, and has high pressure doesn't necessarily mean they have gone on to develop glaucoma. And there was a wonderful study called the Ocular Hypertension Treatment Trials done many years ago in this country that lets us know who's at risk and who needs treatment. Wow. It sounds fascinating. Why did you decide to become an ophthalmologist? Oh, boy, that's a good question. Uh, I have an unusual background. I was a uh, registered nurse. I was a corpsman in the service in the Air Force. Okay. uh, Worked as a registered nurse for many years while uh, in college. Uh, And I wanted to be a real doctor, an emergency room doctor, and my friend, uh, who was an ER physician, convinced me to try ophthalmology because it was such an interesting field. Uh, and after doing several rotations, uh, uh, I decided to apply. And I was a big fan of Cook County that 20 years ago uh-huh. and uh, ended up doing my residency there. Wow. Uh, it's a fascinating uh, and, and very uh, valuable and very rewarding field of medicine. Are, are you a surgeon? Yes, we do. Uh, cataract surgery, eyelid surgery, and glaucoma surgery at Loretto Hospital. That is just awesome. It was really nice meeting you, Dr. Benjamin. Thank you for, you know, talking to us today. If people want to find you, where do they go? Uh, We are at the Loretto Hospital uh, every uh, two weeks. You can call the outpatient clinic, and we'd be happy to see you uh, and uh examine you and discuss uh, the results with you of your examination. All righty then. Well, thank you so much for joining oh. us and happy new year to you. It was really happy a pleasure to talk to you. To you. All thank right. Thank you so much. Stay safe. Okay. Well, yeah, you stay safe too.